Every live event is filled with moments of excitement. LiveSource is a new game-changing app that allows you to create auctions instantly during these moments, as the crowd's excitement is at a fevered pitch. Imagine, after spectacular moments, you could remove any item from the field of play and place it into a live auction in less than a minute while the game is still on. Imagine the fans in attendance bidding on and winning one-of-a-kind memorabilia and experiences from that event while the event is still going on. LiveSource handles the heavy lifting so that there are no limits on what can be sold or when it can be sold. Auctions can be created in less than 60 seconds, at which time the app immediately notifies fans to start bidding, determines the winning bidder, and arranges payment and delivery moments later. Excite your audience with highly shareable moments. Motivate more fans to attend your event, increase revenue. With LiveSource, it's as easy as one, two, three. Well, make sure that you download the app, LiveSource app, uh, or go to LiveSourceApp.com. All the teams are going to be using it. I know some of the players in the league are going to be uh, auctioning off game-worn gloves, shoes, towels, everything. So make sure you're signed up for uh, LiveSource app. Um, and as always, uh, if you're out there, let us know where you're watching from. You know, Post in the comments. Um, we'd love to see where you're from. Um, and then, as always, feel free to comment, ask questions for myself or for Chris. Uh, but today, you know, I've, I guess for the past month, we've focused on players. And so we've got another player with us. Um, he's a league, league vet here. So um, it's going to be exciting to chat with him. I've got Chris Gilchrist with us. He is with the Ontario Bandits. How's it going, Chris? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. I am... Uh, I'm in Florida, so the weather is good. I don't know what part of the country you're in right now. I live in California. So you, so so we're in probably the two best spots to be right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people, friends in Dallas, and, and getting snow. I'm like, damn. No, I love I love Florida. Florida was the first state I ever moved to from California. Uh, my freshman year of college, I went to FAU. Okay, nice. Well, I, the thing I always look for, if the place doesn't have palm trees, it's probably not the right place for me. You know, so so Southern California, Arizona, love those spots. All right. So um, kind of told you a little bit before the show, but I'd like to kind of just go through and, and walk through. Um, you, you said you're out in California. Start off with kind of where you grew up and, you know, when you started getting into football. Okay. Um, I grew up in uh, Altadena, California. Um, I know most people have heard of the Rose Bowl. Um, so – that's considered like Altadena, borderline Pasadena. So, and every time you hear Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, I'm like the tip top of Pasadena, Altadena. So it's like, it ain't too big, but it's a smaller, smaller city. But I grew up in Altadena, California. Um, me and uh, I got two sisters and three brothers. I'm the youngest of six. Uh, oh wow! What else? What else? Uh, what else I got going? Um, 
my sister pretty much raised me and all my other uh, siblings. Um, mom was kind of like in and out of the picture, you know, growing up, but um, that's changed over the last few years, uh, starting to get closer to her. But um, my sister kept me out of the streets, man. I didn't, um, I didn't follow my brother's paths, you know what I mean? My older brothers and cousins and uncles, they all decided to, you know, choose the streets, gang banging and this and that. So I was the youngest of six, so she got a hold of me early. And uh, immediately I was in Little League Baseball, Pop Warner Football. Every every season we were doing something, whether it was... <laughs> got to stay busy. Yeah, tennis, soccer, whatever. She just kept us, um, kept our heads in the books and then out of the streets, you know what I mean? Playing sports and we were we weren't allowed to spend the night at anyone's house until we were in high school. Wow. Yeah, you know so what I mean. What age did you start playing sports like on te- actual teams? Um I was 9. I was 9 years old. I didn't even start at like I didn't start young like everyone else at like 3, 4 years old. I started at 9. My first position was a court was quarterback. Yeah, it was fun. I played quarterback uh, up until my sophomore year of high school. Um, I went from uh, I went to a charter. Well, first I went to South Hills High School. It's a school out here in West Covina, California. Um, that's where my quarterback career took off as far as like freshman, sophomore year kind of got on the map. Then I transferred to another school called Charter Oak High School and then they had just come off a CIF championship. They had their guy. He was the same grade as me. So immediately I'm competing with him, but the coach was just being real with me. He's like, hey, man, this is our guy. If anything goes down, you'll be our second guy. But if you want to find another spot on the field, I picked up receiver. You know what I mean? So I just, from then, I just took off with it. Uh, At I, what point did you think, you know, college was an option? Um. We all, I've always like uh, knew that I was going to college. I didn't, there was never, there was never a doubt that I wasn't going to get a scholarship somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I just thought it was destined. You know what I mean? Because as far as like, uh, just from where I grew up, we always look for a way out. You know what I mean? And school and football was it. That's all you pretty much know. Like, you know what I mean? We're, depending on where you come from is is either sports or or jail or the streets and i chose i chose school and football so i never doubted in my mind that i was wasn't gonna play college football how how hard was that you know to kind of stay on that that clear path um for me um my path wasn't so clear and i'm not talking like violence wise i'm talking about school i'm one person that was gonna be straightforward i hate school <laughs> hey me too I, man there's two of us <laughs> yeah so like uh for me i always tried to find the easy way out with school like okay i can do this much just to get by right and it kind of came back to like bite me in the butt you know what i mean because i got a coming out of high school i got a full ride scholarship to florida atlantic i was there for one year um but when i got there i was starting as a true freshman um and then a week before we opened up in 2012, no, 2013 against Alabama, NCAA calls and rules me ineligible. Ah. My, uh, my GPA was a hundredth of a point away from meeting my SAT requirement. A hundredth. 
Damn. I had 2.66. I needed a 2.67 to match my uh, GPA. You know what I mean? And that 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 goes to say, like, okay, you saying C, C, get a C, get a C, just pass the class. What if I would have got that B or that A? You know what I mean? I wouldn't have been in that predicament. So then at that point, I fell into this little depression of, like, not really focusing on school anymore. And I'll just be real with you. In, in college, that was the first time I – I picked up some weed and, and failed my first drug test, and it kind of went downhill from there. Ended up having to go to junior college. Um, so I got kicked out of school for my academic, not even for that, actually. I got kicked out for academics. Ended up going to Mount Sac, Mount San Antonio College here in Walnut, California. Sac Dogs, if any Sac Dogs is on here, shout out. Um, there, I, went, I played there for two years, 2013, 14, and 14, 15. Um, in 14, in 2014, we won a uh, state championship. Uh, mm-hmm. And then from there, I uh, went and played at West Texas A&M, Div- uh, Division Two Lone Star Conference. Is that that's in uh, is that El Pat in El Paso or no? That's Amarillo, Texas. Canada. Okay, Amarillo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, it's not in Amarillo, but it's like 20 minutes from Amarillo. Close. Yeah. Close enough. That, it must be then nothing around it. Ain't nothing. You got a Walmart. You got a Walmart and a Safeway. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's one way to keep you out of trouble, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so there ain't nothing to do. That's kind of like my my college journey. And then um, while I was in college, I ended up having my daughter. She's four year old. She's four. She's four. She'll turn four on uh, Thursday. I mean Friday, actually. This nice. Friday she'll turn four. Um, and then uh, when I after. After I left West Texas, uh, shoot, I'll be honest. I started working at Dairy Queen, man. I was flipping burgers. Didn't know what to do with my life. Coach Burley, Cy Burley, God bless him. He called my phone while while I was on the clock. I answered it. I didn't know the random number. Said, I think it said Florida or something like that. I'm like, oh, I don't know nobody from Florida. Answered the phone. He was like, hey, man, uh, like your film. Want to give you a shot. And this is after a year of me not playing or just being out of, you know, after pro day and all that just – being out of sports completely, kind of just – I was actually in, like, a sunken place, man, working dead-end jobs, just didn't know what to do. So yeah. he gave me a shot in uh, 2018, and that's when I first joined the Sharks. How did that even come about? Like, did you just send game film? Did you attend a tryout? So my best friend, uh, he's a, he has his own business, uh, Trust the Process Athletics, and what he kind of do is help, like, underrated athletes from – high school athletes, college athletes, and uh, that have trouble getting exposure. He helps get them that exposure. I sent him my film while I was living in uh, – actually, at this time, I was living in Oregon. Um, sent him my film. He sent it out about two days later. That's when Cy Burley called me, and I ran with it. Um, and, you know – Did you always have that in your mind, too? Like, hey, I want to play after college. And- yeah. I had staying in shape while you were still working. Yeah, I was in shape while I was still working. I was also coaching high school football. But actually, like um, after my pro day at West Texas, um, Tom McConaughey, he's a North, he's a, he's a, a national scout for the Chargers. He was very interested in me, um, and he actually called me twice after my pro day while I was working at Dairy Queen. But working at Dairy Queen and booking a flight the next day to Costa Mesa, California to go run routes for somebody wasn't ideal for me at that time. So, you know, it's one of those missed opportunities and it happened to me twice within the same year. 
you know, because I wasn't in California. I couldn't just get in my car and drive 45 minutes to go run some routes or, you know, to go show them what I still got. So I kind of missed that opportunity. And then I looked at it as a, another opportunity when Burley called me to, you know, get back into it, to, you know, kind of stay in shape, to kind of not, you know, your feet your feet itch when you when you're away from the game. So I just ran with that opportunity and they ended up re-signing me again in 2019. We won the championship. Yeah. Man, <laughs> so how was that first year of arena football? You know, kind of, I mean, there's a lot of differences. I mean, you know, some of the routes are different. Just, you know, the it's like seven on seven. I mean, you're getting thrown the ball a lot. So, uh, I mean, a receiver should love it. Yeah, it was, um for, for me, it was an eye-opener because, like, everything is confined. It's so It's so small. You, me being six five, it's hard for me to get in and out of breaks and start to, you know, not kind of like figure it out. Um, after that first game against Carolina, um, actually, out there, my first game against Carolina, they were getting ready to cut me. They were getting ready to cut me. They told me. And you knew? And place. did you? You knew that? You you could sense that? I didn't. I I didn't know that until we okay. had exit meetings. That end of that year. Wow. The owners, Burley, everybody told me straight up, man, um, we, we, were look, we were looking to cut you after that first game, send you home. And uh, I kind of took that to heart. But at the end of the day, the way I seen it was they're lucky. Like the Sharks is just my opinion. The Sharks is lucky they didn't cut me because I was the only receiver that lasted from camp to the end of the season. Everybody either got cut or got hurt or just left. Yeah. I was the only one from day one that stayed. It's and tough. It I mean, it's it was on the, it was on the active roster. That's tough. How how did you end up doing that first year? I mean, you know, you put up put up any numbers or? Uh, my numbers what I I didn't I, I think I put up probably seven hundred receiving yards and like twelve touchdowns or something like that. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know how many receptions. It wasn't amazing, but. It was so, so I mean, first year though. I mean, I always say it takes about a year to really adjust fully. You know, a full yeah, season to that. really get in it. Yeah, and it was it was kind of it wasn't really hard for me, but like the adjusting, I, I I seen a difference in my play the year after. But again, you probably know better than anybody since you follow the NAL and all the indoor sports. We had we had we had on 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 the Sharks this past season, 2019. We had three of the leading receivers: Deron Neal, Devin Wilson, Jermaine Fortune. Those are my guys, I love them. You know what I mean? It was a four-headed monster, but you know what I mean. I I played my role. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm so how did how did that work out with you know like keeping everybody happy, you know, getting enough you know touches, tempers, tempers flared, you know, <laughs> tempers flared often, you know, but um, those guys, I wouldn't, I, I would play with them again, no, no, in a heartbeat. Those guys are some good guys, and uh, shit, I mean, when you when you when you got to compete, they bring the best out of you every week, so yeah. your spot can be taken at any given time, so. I just felt like um, that was probably – I don't know how Burley did it. But he got all this gear and he made it happen. Uh, <laughs> and everybody – I mean, like I said, everybody was happy and we, we ended up winning the championship. Shit, I played linebacker. I never played defense a day in my life, and I started at linebacker in this championship game. I, I was about to ask you if you played any D at all. <laughs> never played defense a day in my life. It kind of happened. I don't know if – it was in the written in the stars or God or something, but like that whole season, I don't know why, but I was just throwing myself in there at Jack when it was uh 
offensive period and I wasn't in. So I was kind of rotating with Cody Saw. Um, not not to like not looking forward to play, but just learning the position. <laughs> you know, and then it ended up happening that he got suspended, so on and so forth, and then I ended up stepping up. But I, I, that team was probably one of the most fun. I had a lot of fun playing with that team. It, it, yeah. it was great. Well, I mean, too, with your size, though, I mean, you know, playing Jack, I mean, it. I've seen it happen a lot. I mean, it's, you know, it's another good good way to get out there, um, you know, and with injuries and the small rosters, I mean, guys got to be able to move around. How about did you ever have to play any QB? Like anybody go down and you were like the emergency guy? So in 2018, um, I was the emergency guy uh, for QB. And um, pretty much like on, on the – this past year, I was uh, I was the guy too, like that. Um, actually, I don't even. Rem- I think it was. I think they had me practicing it uh, this past season too, um, in 2019. Um, I was just the emergency guy, like the like yeah. third, fourth string guy. If, if emergency, like I was the emergency guy. Like I practiced it, but um, quarterback is something that you got to continuously do. You know what I mean? And oh, that's then, especially with this arena stuff. It's timing and uh, understanding, like, some of these quarterbacks that come in here, they've been doing it for years, you know what I mean? So they, they kind of pick up on it quick. For me, it was like, shit, I was having trouble. I'm not even going to lie. I was having trouble. <laughs> yeah. at it's it's fast, too. Yeah. It's fast, you know what I mean? You ain't got time to sit back there and all day and just read read the coverage and see this. So it's like a lot of, a lot of uh, pre-snap reads have to be made. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, most of my career – as a team owner, I would roll the dice. You know, I, I was always kind of like the GM working with our coach, but we would a lot of times not have a backup QB. And so we would, you know, we'd, we'd you know, dress like another D lineman or like, you know, you know, somebody else. And so we always had a skill guy as kind of like that emergency type thing. But, you know, we got pretty lucky, I guess. We rolled the dice, but, you know. I think for me, though, with that situation is – uh Honestly, if I would have practiced it and uh, they would have put me in in one of the games, I probably would be starting on somebody's roster as a QB right now. That's nice. just that's just how confident I am that I can play that position in this league. Like that's just one thousand percent being honest with you, and uh, I really know for sure that I can play that position in this league. How did you kind of come to um, Ontario then? Obviously, it's kind of like a coming home, so to speak. Um, I, uh, like I said, I actually live in Ontario um, okay. right now. So I'm like 12 minutes from the state, the, the arena right now. Nice. Um, but um, I posted on Facebook um, like three months ago, four months ago, like, hey, man, anybody got any contacts or any info on the new? team that's coming to our league that, that's in Ontario and then uh, I think it's Terrence Foster oh yeah yeah but the Jersey flight yeah Terrence Foster hit me up he was like hey man I got a spot for you out here in um, in Jersey but what I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, give uh, the coaches that Ontario information first if it don't work out there man you know kind of like you know give me a call but I know it's pro- I know it's best. Some guys like to stay home, so I'm gonna do my best to try to help you out. So he got me in contact with uh, Ontario with Coach Johnson, and uh, we kind of went from there. So 
That's cool to see. It's cool to see him help out like that. Yeah, no, Foss is a great guy, man. Terrence is a great guy. Uh, He he always looking out for the best interests of the players, and you know what I mean. He's played, so he kind of understands how the game goes and and what to expect. But uh, it was it's a blessing because, like you know, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter lives. She used to live in Oregon, but she moved down here last year in March, and. I'm close to my daughter. You know what I mean? She can go watch me play. Nice. My family can watch me play. They don't got to get on the plane. They don't got to drive 20 plus hours. Right. It's kind of a blessing, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's, it's cool when you can do that, especially now, like like you said, with, you know, your daughter, she's going to be four this week, yeah. right? Four. So, yeah, I mean, that that's going to be fun times for, for both of you, for her to be able to see you play and, and all that. So, it's exciting. My uncle lives in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, that's ten. That's what. That's what twelve minutes, right? About twelve minutes. Yeah, not. It's not too bad. So, I used to that's have a pretty city. I haven't been out there in a while, but they uh, had a soccer team, and we played at the same arena the football team plays. So, my team in St. Louis would go out there and play. So, you guys got a great arena out there. I think it's a great community too. You know, outside of L.A., everybody's like Ontario, California, uh, Canada. And that's up like no no it's LA it's LA it's LA it's San Bernardino County yeah that, that area is just so massive it's gonna be good so you're home you know tell me a little bit about how what's your style of play I mean are you um are you a trash talker out there what's what's I, your style I'm not um you can have, you probably ask a couple guys man I don't I don't really say I don't even wear a mouthpiece tell you the truth <laughs> I, don't, I don't even say much. No, I, I literally I'm that I'm that nonchalant jokester. You know what I mean? If I if I'm saying something, I'm either joking around with my teammates in the huddle, or I'm not really saying nothing to the opposite team unless I know you or we played against each other or we right. kind of just talking or like after the play, like oh good play or something like that. But nah, I, I, I really don't even talk trash. Like, but. Believe me, it's in me though. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> it, it, you gotta just get me there. Like half the time, you know, I'm I'm that finesse guy. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and the the cool thing about the league is, I mean, you you know people on every team. You know, just from either competing against them or playing with them. So it kind of adds, I think, to you know that excitement. Just uh, you know, it's like playing your brother's, you know, friend. You, you always want to kind of outdo them. Right. Uh, yeah, I um, don't. Yeah, no. Skip. Skip is one of my favorite guys to go against. Uh, Skip Ross. Uh, um, who? Who else? I like. I like TC from uh, Carolina. Robinson. Here we got a fan that asks if you're getting ready for the Cobras defense because their D line is going to be scary. So um, let me see. <laughs> Cobras are always talking some trash on here. Come on. <laughs> They're unbelievable, amazing. Well, I I don't gotta pretty much worry about the D line, so I don't really care. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> exactly. Uh, y'all got to quarterback for real. Yeah. So, how about when you score touchdowns? Are you um? Are, I mean, are you you got some good dances? You got some I don't, some uh, show? So for me, like I don't really have like a signature dance or nothing like. I'm I'm pretty much known for like 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 falling asleep. 
Yeah, I mean, like either like falling asleep or you know, or just really just tossing the ball at the guy or something. I don't really, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't gotta dance, but I, I, I need to find one so I can get these fans involved and, and know my signature, man. That's pretty, that's big in this stuff. So anybody watching this, man, if you get you a signature and get them fans involved, that's gonna get you some dollars. Yeah, I'll tell you, and a lot of the guys, some of them have their their signature thing, some some don't. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. I saw like on the the photo you sent me that I could use. You know, you you got the ball out. You know, and I don't know who the player is on the bench, but you have the ball out, and he's like, ah. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that that yeah, photo. No, like, uh, I I don't know. Like, I, don't, I I've been I've been thinking honestly, man. Since I, my first year in the arena, I've been trying I've been trying to find you know something that sticks with me that I like I don't got to think about and I just do as soon as I score or I make a big play, but. Nothing stuck. Nothing that stuck with me yet. So I, I'm, it'll come at the right time. You'll get that. You'll get that thing. Do you talk to fans during the game at all? Yeah. So like, um, home games. Home games are kind of like, uh, like closer to our sideline. There, uh, there's a section. You know what I mean? Like, I, before every kickoff, you know, I go say what's up to the same guys, or you know, just you know, dap them up, or. You know, you, you often in arena football, you get offered a, a drink of beer, so on and so forth, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of stuff. But um, you get How many beers have you drinking during a game? I'm, I've never, I've never <laughs> drank a beer during a game, but I've, I've seen other guys do it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Um, like in the IFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always but, seen like the popcorn, or you know, yeah, like... I've had popcorn though. Yeah, I've taken <laughs> some popcorn. I've asked. It's fun, man. Like, I, I really think this the Arena Football League is an entertainment league. It's uh, because I feel like in Arena Football, if guys are really getting a shot to go to the league or go to Canada, there will be more guys getting a shot. You know what I mean? As far as like people putting it, the coaches and stuff, putting our names out there and getting in contact with this league or that league, you know, and I don't, I, I can't speak for everybody. I just feel like there's, there's no way that Deron Neal or Devin Wilson or Jermon Fortune shouldn't at least be on somebody's damn practice squad somewhere or on somebody 53 man roster or me myself, like at least getting a shot. Yep. You know what I mean? So I just think that um, the indoor football league, uh, they get guys shots. Don't get me wrong but they can do a little bit better as far as like helping us athletes get, mm -hmm. a, get a shot, man. You know what I mean? I think a lot of that is, um, you know, coaches and, and contacts and, you know, all that stuff. And that's what I think is nice about um, Patrick out there with you is, you know, he played in the league for years. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tight knit group. So he knows, he knows people out there. And I mean, just, just a couple of weeks ago, a kid who played wide receiver for me back in 2005 is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles now. So, I mean, you think about that. That's crazy, right? He's playing, he's playing indoor football in 2005. Now he's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, but there's other guys out there too. Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears, you know, arena football guy. Um, so, I mean, but, you know, the, the coaches and then just, you know, I always tell the players, like, I, I try to find out what they're, what they want to accomplish, you know, and, and a lot of it is that, like, because not every player is looking to go up, not every player is, you know, got that on their mind, but the ones that do, it's like, how can we help? 
And, right. and you know, it's because I, I'll be real, like, 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 um, after like this past season and you know, 2019, like, don't get me wrong, I love the NAL, I love playing, I love, I love, I love the game of football. So, like, for me, it's like, okay, what's after this? Because a lot of us players, man, after football or after the arena season, we got to go find a freaking part-time job somewhere, like, and, and living paycheck to paycheck. Isn't our ultimate goal to go professional? Like, we're playing professional, but we're trying to play professional professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, you don't need that side gig. Where you don't need the side job, where you can where you can take care of your family without having to get that side job. That that That's not arena. Like, back in the day, you could have done that in, in, in arena football. Right. like that nowadays. So, it's like, right now, we look this we looking at the NAL as a, a stepping stone for something bigger for us and uh yep. we often get we often get stuck, you know. A lot of players get stuck in that place and uh are content. I'm not one of those content players. I I'll find another career, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, well and that's and that's what I've been telling, you know, all the players that have been on the last month. It's like, you know, have you started thinking about life after football? Because in, in my opinion, you know, throughout my career, my goal has always been to help the players start thinking about that and develop something while they're playing so that when they're done playing, they've already got that stream of, of revenue and and kind of have a plan of action of what, what they're doing. Um, because right now, you know, the fans know you guys. You know, you guys are a big deal. And a lot of guys don't capitalize on that. But now's the time to really start building, whether you want to get into coaching or, you know, a, starting a foundation. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, nobody, nobody know I'm in firefighter school right now as we speak. Nice. I'm in firefighter school. I, I, I got to have some kind of backup. Yeah. You know, and I've uh, always and been interested in it. Um, and it's and for me to get my fire technology uh, associate's degree. It's only eight classes. I'm already, I've already taken two. I'm getting ready to take two more in the spring. You know what I mean? It's all online because of COVID, so on and so forth. Nice. But I'm telling you now, if anybody watching, if you don't plan on going to the league, man, you got to find something else, man, because you get stuck in this arena stuff or just just chasing. Not even arena, man. Just chasing football or chasing sports. It don't they don't they don't love you back. <laughs> you no, know, uh, and you got to prepare. I mean, even if you you know, do have aspirations for the league or are pursuing that. I mean, you could still be smart though and do what you're doing. I mean, get as much knowledge, get, you know, go through the classes, courses that you can, because then at least it's all done. So if you say, okay, well, I'm done, I'm done playing. Well, now I don't have to wait to get all those eight classes in. It's done. That's exactly why I'm doing it. Cause now when I, when I decide to go take the 15 week, uh, academy, not, uh, to apply to the academy for 15 weeks, I, I don't got to take no classes. I've already taken them. All I got to do is, you know, be conditioned and, and have, you know, re and then, uh, like you said, just refresh my mind with all the stuff that I've already previously learned. That's it. But, well, I think, I think too, that kind of career too is something that you're going to stay fit as well. So even if you were doing that and end up getting a call for an opportunity, I mean, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff, but I, I, I think that's great, man. Congrats for, uh, you know, keeping that on your mind and, and pursuing that because too many times people wait until that they're done and then they're trying to figure it out. 
by the time you look up, you're 35 years old trying to figure out what a, what you what you're gonna do for a career. And I, I shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you can't you can't do it, man. Any, you got any other um any other like side hustles or anything else that you're you're working on in the off season? Um, I pretty much train. Uh, I have a couple kids that I train. Um, like uh, on a base, like a, a weekly basis, you know. So, um, just just receiver work. I don't I don't go out and try to be this personal trainer that does this that does that. I, I really just I go get I really go get guys that in focus on like the basics. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I I train like four kids. That's about it. Other yeah. than that, um, I got a side hobby. I pitch. What do you mean? Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. So what? Like. Uh, uh, like you're in a league or what? No, I'm not in a league, but like, um, I train with Dave Coggins. You heard of Dave Coggins? No, I'm not. I don't, I'm horrible with Dave. Coggins. Names, Dave, but... Dave Coggins is a pitcher, uh, in the early 90s, uh, early 90s, uh, well, not early 90s, mid to late 90s, early 2000s, um, for the Philadelphia Philly, uh, the, the Phillies. Huh. I should know him. I, I grew up near there and, Dave I was Coggins, I graduated high school in '97, so he's a local guy here. He trains pitchers and stuff. So uh, I haven't trained with him in like a month though because I've been busy. But um, I trained with him. Uh, he's the owner of PFA Strong, um, and uh, I, I throw. Man, I got a couple videos I should have sent you, man. But um, so what? So what is is there a potential you know career there or what? So what I didn't know. I'm 26, but I didn't know that if I go to college for another sport, I got four more years of eligibility. Really? Yeah, I never played. I never got paid for baseball. Right. So I still have college eligibility left for baseball. So I'm kind of like I'm trying to I'm kind of like trying to trick not trick the system, but use the system. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta work it. So I uh, I'm a, I'm training the rest of this year. You know because pitching is is tough like uh just to try to hike i haven't thrown in over eight years and i just started throwing probably june of last year and um it's, it takes you a while to kind of get back into motion so like with this process is i'm really just trusting the process and taking it slow but who knows uh you might see me in a baseball uniform in the next year or two what kind of what kind of heat are you throwing right now the last time i clocked in was like 90 91 Nice. And Lefty or righty? Thrown, and I haven't thrown in eight years. So um, uh, I, I'm i excited about it, but also it's a lot of work pitching, dude. It's, 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 it's a lot of studying, though, too, like studying the batters. And, like, I mean, it's a ton, probably more of that than anything. Yeah, because with pitching, like, for me, this is my opinion. Um, with pitching, you really have to be able to hit spots. Because, um, like you say, it, you got to know who you're throwing against. You got to know what kind of batter you're going against. And then also, it's a lot of mechanics. Like, you, you see a bunch of, like, young pitchers go into the league throwing straight cheese, throwing fast, you know what I mean, doing a whole nine. And then some of them just fall off. But, but the ones that don't fall off, you can see that they change their mechanics, that they fix their pocket path. You know what I mean? They – uh. A lot of pitchers don't realize it, but quarterbacks and pitchers, they kind of they kind of have the like the same pocket, you know what I mean? 
because a lot of pitchers yeah. like, excuse me, but a lot of pitchers like to bring their arm down here, you know what right. I mean? Instead of just turning the thumb down. Yeah, you know I mean, so that that's kind of like that kind of like plays a big play into like the stuff that I've been learning from Dave, and uh, I know he's probably upset because I haven't been there in a while, but he sees a lot of potential in me, and he believes in me, so. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going back there pretty soon. Well, the, the nice thing too with baseball, it's a little different than than football when it comes to age, you know. So like a lot of guys aren't even making it to the big big leagues until they're late twenties, sometimes thirties. So yeah. it's a little bit different, you know. NFL, it's like as you get closer to thirty, it's it's tougher to kind of be that that rookie, but and is guaranteed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even if you try and triple A, double A ball. You sign for 1.3, you wake up that next day, that 1.3 in your account. Yeah. I'll tell you what, baseball is a unique thing. I, I, uh, I've always kind of owned my own thing. And, uh, but last year I took a job with the Washington national and, uh, with their farm team as a vice president. And, uh, man, it just opened my eyes to the business of baseball. I mean, we were building a brand new, you know, $40 million stadium in Virginia for the minor league team. And, you know, it just, uh, they did, you know, with COVID, they ended up using our stadium as um, their practice site for the full season. So the, the guys who weren't on the major league, you know, roster at the time would practice there. But, man, it's 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 a whole nother animal. It's a whole nother world, but it has longevity. Yeah. Uh, and if you get good, look at Mookie Betts. That motherfucker make thirty million dollars a year. It's crazy. Thirty crazy. Even yeah, a lot of those guys. I mean, they're just. It's. Are you a, a right-handed thrower or left-handed? Right, right. I wish I was left-handed. <laughs> I was gonna say six-five lefty. Okay, you're. I'm gonna be I, your agent. If I was left-handed, we wouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> oh man. So so, who are your favorite sports teams? San Diego Chargers. San Diego. Uh, I mean, yeah. Only I've been a Ladamian Thompson fan pretty much my whole life. Um, okay. Are you I'm happy they moved to LA? Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't really bother me. It's down, okay. I mean, it's down, down the street, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I still always say San Diego Chargers now, even if you know, right, right. People look yeah, at that's, the they that's that's San Diego Chargers. You know? Yeah. Um, my favorite player is James Harden. Don't people gonna call me a bandwagon? But uh, you said Harden. James Harding, yeah. So I usually follow where he goes. So right you now, like, I'm a Brooklyn fan, man. You like you like that move, him going to Brooklyn? Um, I I think it was an easy it was it was an easy way out. You know what I mean? To kind of like you know go get on a better team. Let's try to win a championship. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, I think it was a smart move by him. Do I like it? Not really. Uh, Kobe never left. But these you know, guys nowadays are always kind of just we're so ready to jump. Yeah, they, they a lot of a lot of a lot of those pro guys, you know, what I mean a lot of guys that's in the league and don't get me wrong, they're awesome, they're good, they're elite. But there's a lot of like they a lot they softer, man. They softer than the guys we were watching in the nineties and the eighties, man, that, that stuck shit out, you know, and, and, and guys there their whole career or, or most of it. I mean yeah, I always look at that. I'm a, you know, NBA is probably my favorite, my favorite league, my favorite sport to watch. So, I don't really have a favorite team, but I just, I just, I watch anybody. Yeah, so I like James Harden, Ladamian, and then um, Derek Jeter is one of my favorite players, and the uh, uh, New York Yankees is my favorite team. 
Yankees. But it's, but people will call me. I'm kind of like Dodgers slash Yankee. You know what I mean? Right. Only because like my grandfather was a Dodger fan, and I've all, I always watched the Dodger games with him growing yeah. up. Sitting, you know, in, in the living room. You know, while he drink his beer and his cognac, whatever. <laughs> um, but he always took us to a game at least twice a year. So, uh, I say I'm a Dodger and a Yankee fan because Yankees came into play when I in little league when I was I played on every team that I ever played on was the Yankees, you know. So, well, it's, I try to support like the local teams. So I'm uh, I'm close. I live in Orlando, so you know I'll support the Magic out here, but it's tough. Um, and then you know Tampa Tampa Bay Bucks. You know that's easy. That's easy to support them now with them winning. It was. When I had season tickets a couple of years ago, nobody I couldn't even give the tickets away. Like nobody would take them. Wow. It's like you want you don't want free tickets. Right. Uh, but I try to support those those teams. The Lightning. You know, Tampa Bay has had a good uh, a good run this past year with with the Rays, you know, I mean, ended up losing, you know, in the World Series, but at least, you know, making it that far on their budget that they're on is is yeah, amazing. I mean, shoot, look who they got. Well, they just lost a couple guys, I think. Yeah, man. I mean, that's part of the game. But shit, yep. Tom, Tom, Tom can make anybody look good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom that's... can make anybody look good if you can get open and learn how to adjust. Tom will make anybody look like a damn all star. Tom, I can go out there and run around with Tom right now, and I look. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's go, Tom. Hey, you need a guy? I'm your guy. Let's go. Yeah, but it's it's. I love watching him play. I and I, but for some reason, I don't know if it's psychological for me or not. I always want to bet against him. Yeah, don't do that. Always, and I bet against him this last time. You know what I mean? It was only like forty bucks, but like, you know, I always want to bet against Tom. Well, it's, it's like okay, he can't keep winning. You so know let me I mean? just like he's gonna lose at some point. So at some point, you know. It's like when do you fall off? It's like, damn, he's older than I am. I'm like, shit, I can I can't even get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> this guy's playing in the NFL. Tom is doing this thing, and I, I I learned my lesson this year. If Tom stays another year and he or he has another year, I won't bet against him ever again. <laughs> Are you watch you watch any hockey or soccer? Um, so I don't really watch hockey or soccer, but I do play FIFA. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you pretty good? I'm pretty decent in FIFA, man. I, I, I'm i pretty – I'm not ranked or anything, but, you know, I, I pretty much beat everybody that I play against, you know what I mean? What like, team are you usually – what's what's your team that you select? Uh, Argentina or, okay. or France. Nice. Any other games that you play? Um, I'm not really a Call of Duty kind of guy or any of those shooting games. I'm, I'm mainly like, like sports game, FIFA, Madden, 2K. Uh, but when when I have time, I can't. I don't just sit on the game all day. You know what I mean? Or if I don't have nothing to do and I get bored, that's when I kind of like turn it on. You know? Yeah. My daughter actually plays more than I do. You know? Really? She plays, she plays Crash, Crash Bandicoot. I'll tell you what; these kids are so smooth with it. I mean, mine, mine's seventeen. All right, but yesterday, kid made seven hundred plus dollars streaming. Mm-hmm. 700 bucks in one four hour sitting. It's crazy, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> I said, dude. And so he was all jacked up because that was the most he's ever made in a day. And we got a little like this is his his Joker gaming. Okay. 
And uh, so we've got gear and a website and everything and, you know, a few sponsors. But um, it's It's Man, he loves it, too. And that's and he, he tries to mix it up between games. But but that's like, for me, like that's like innovative. You know what I mean? I want to play the game anyway. Why not get paid to do it? Well, and that's what we always talk about. We always talk about like do something that you're gonna enjoy, and then it's you're never working. And now, what's crazy? I mean, when I was a kid, you got yelled at for, for playing video games. Now you could get a college scholarship playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, he's you know he he's not playing any like real sports now because he's he's committed to you know the gaming side, which it, I mean. It's it's like any sport though. You have to pra- I mean, it's a lot of practice, a lot of you know this and that. Um, but I mean, he could. I'm sure he'd get a scholarship, full ride somewhere. Right, right, right. right. And yeah, I just put not, my da- actually, I just put my daughter in soccer. So um, nice. Um, I just want she she's freaking she's four years old, and she wears a size twelve, almost one, and that's like if you do the like if you do the math, like not even do the math, but like my my sister's daughter is six years old and she wears a size twelve. Oh wow! You know what I mean? So like my daughter, yeah. I'm six five, so I know my daughter's. They're starting getting her hooping up a little bit, man. <laughs> Maybe yeah, she- I, um, I just actually we just got her a basketball hoop, so she um she she we'll get her in that. But I wanted to get I wanted her to be in soccer first because soccer like that's like the groundworks of like footwork and very like, yeah like, very good. You know? Yep. And I'm great for coordination. For me, like with, with raising my daughter, I don't really care too much for her to make to get a scholarship uh, athletically, because I that's how it was for me. Sports, 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 yep. sports, sports. I never focused on school. I don't need sports uh, to get a scholarship. That's that's kind of what I want to instill in her is like academically yeah. get an academic scholarship because a lot of us that and that's easier. Yeah, <laughs> academically, if you. Like, a lot of us that play sports or just that's all we've ever known we get we get so caught up in it that when after like after college when you don't make it or if you don't make it obviously a lot of people say don't don't have a plan b but man shut up you need a plan b. <laughs> yeah you know? definitely so, i mean you got to think about things yeah you you find yourself like Life after football, like you find yourself stuck, like damn, dude, I don't know what to do. Like I say, working at Dairy Queen, like what? Twenty four years old, working at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what though? You're doing what you got to do. You know what I mean? It's better than sitting around doing nothing. So, you know, you gotta you gotta stay active. And um, how about um, Tammy was asking if you have a uh, college basketball team? Uh, college basketball team. Well, right now, college football. right now I'm a USC fan in college basketball because my uh, my girlfriend's cousin uh, he just transferred there um, from a small D two school. So I've been nice. watching a lot of USC basketball, but I don't really have a favorite at the moment. But I was if you would ask me this two three years ago, Wichita State. Why why Wichita Oregon State? State? I just love the way they moved the ball. I was, I'm talking about I'm talking with actually that's longer than that. I'm talking Wichita State when Julius Randle was there. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just I don't know. I just like their I just like their style of play. And then also Gonzaga, man. You you never can go wrong with Gonzaga. They they make it every year. They give people trouble every year. 
Yeah, they're solid. So what other kind of stuff do you like to do out, you know, when you're not playing football? Um, my family out here, we have a family dinner every Sunday. Nice. Um, how, how big? Um, it's just our immediate family. So my sister, her four kids, husband, and then like, um, obviously we're all pretty much grown now. So then our girlfriends will come too. Right. Uh, and then, uh, my two brothers and then whoever, I mean, their girlfriend at the time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> at the time. It's like, oh, who's um, this one? Uh, we usually have it like my mom and then my sisters and pretty much do it that way. Uh, what else? We go to the, obviously California, Florida. We go to the beach. Uh, a lot, but pretty much I'm a homebody. I'm a homebody. I don't, I don't, I stay out the way. <laughs> <laughs> smart man. Smart. Just I stay out the way. I, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big Netflix guy. A lot of people don't really watch. They get up, they get, they get tired of Netflix, you know, but. All right. So um, give me some good, give me some good show. I'm just finishing up a series now. Ooh. Uh, it's an old one, but um, designated survivor. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I haven't. No, it's, it's, Man, it's really good, but I'm I'm just about through season three. So what, what else? Uh, what is your like? What what is your like genre? What do you like? Um, I'm like a big action kind of guy. I like action and like shooting and like. Yeah, I'm just like, anything but horror. No, no, I'm not really into horror stuff. So. Okay. Um, Did you? Uh, how about like Cobra Kai? Have you watched that? I heard of it, but I had not turned it on yet. Come on, man. That's like a. I mean, have you seen Karate Kid at least? Yeah, I've seen Karate Kid. Okay, all right. Um, see, I like more. It's more or less movies for me, though. Um, movies, okay. Series. The, the last series that I watched that I was really in tune with was Queen of the South. Okay, I didn't see that one. Oh, you need to go ahead and turn that on tonight. You you okay. gonna watch a whole season tonight? It's Queen of the South. It's 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 like a little drug movie, right? But, it's so good, man. It's the Queen of the South. I'll check it out. You have to message me. You gonna message me after you see. It. I'm gonna be like, dude, I didn't go to bed yet. I'm still up. Queen of the South. I'm telling you, if dude, you I've done that. On right now, you're gonna be intrigued in the first ten minutes. All right. But um, That's good. Queen of the South. Uh, what else? What else? A good like little series that I've watched. Um, I got in tune with um, Sons of Anarchy. I know it's old. I haven't seen that. Oh, dude. No. I, you know, I'm going to just message you a, a couple of series <laughs> that I've watched after this and just, uh, you know, if you got time to watch them, watch them. But I guarantee you, those ones, you get hooked so quick. Yeah. You like That's like, what I like. I mean, I, I used to be such a movie, like, I used to have a theater in my house. So that's what I would do. Like, that was my, like, release was just watching movies. And so... I've scaled that back now, but usually, you know, nine, 10 o'clock, I'm either watching an NBA game okay. or a show. And, you know, I'll do that for, so I go to bed. Right. Well, well, if you turn on one of these series that I just told you, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know how you'd be like, okay, I'll go to bed after this one. Right. And then you're okay. like, ah, oh, shit. Go, uh, okay. Let's go. One more. <laughs> one more. You look up, it's four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Like, what the hell did I just do? Dude, that's what that when I first watched Designated Survivor, just because it's kind of like a, a political drama type um, conspiracy and just it just got me the, the first season. So I was like, probably till six in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's fun, man. Um, 
I, I, I'm a big like uh, series guy. Like I'll start a series with my girlfriend, right? And she'll fall asleep. Um, and I'll just continue to watch it. And then here comes the next day. Now I'm in trouble. Cause I, you watch now we got to start without, over. You watched it without me. Sorry. Like, yeah. That's what we do with, uh, we did that with, uh, last chance. You, I don't know if you've seen any of those, I've seen that, uh, but it's like, yeah, my, yeah, my wife, she, she'll fall asleep and then she'll be like, Oh, I, I don't know what's going on now. So we got to go back <laughs> and rewind it. And try to exactly. I'm like, I could just tell you. Yeah, yeah, nah, it doesn't doesn't fly. But, but that's nah, that's cool. My story though, man. I'm a I'm a cool, common, collective guy, dude. And then, um, like I say, uh, I'm a I'm a competitor though. Like I I will compete, um, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, or even trying to. We used to growing up. We used to compete to to who gonna get to the front seat first. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need that front seat. I'm not sitting back here with y'all, you know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It looks like you guys got a good team um, started out there as far as the talent I've seen um, from guys getting signed. So, I mean, really, throughout the whole league, there's the talent level is just uh, – it, it's great. There's going to be some great games. Yeah, it'd be some good games. I think so, too. But um, I don't really know how many vets we've signed. So I think, like, for me, I'm going to have to step up a lot and kind of, like, not really – not mold anybody, but kind of, like, you know, show them that arena football is totally different from 11 on 11, man. You're going to you're gonna have to either adjust <laughs> quick or you're going to get sent home. I'm That's just being 100% yeah. with you because these coaches ain't got time to constantly try to teach, 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 teach. But – what I would say is that a lot of rookies are getting ready to come to the learn fast and constantly ask questions, whether in your meetings or on the asking ask questions in the meeting because they're not gonna have too many patients, too much patience <laughs> right. on the field. You know what I mean? Ask questions in, in the meetings. You know what I mean? But uh, and watch a lot of film. I mean, a that's a good thing. I mean, you could all the games are online right now. Guys should be checking that stuff out now. Yeah. I'm excited because I'm, I'm, I'm honestly hoping that I get to play some Jack or even a little bit DB, you know what I mean? Because I've been practicing it, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just for like hypotheticals or even just yeah. like if, if that's something that a team wants me to do, my team wants me to do, then I, I should be prepared for it. Obviously, I ain't going to play middle, you know what I mean? But I can play front side and, and get into some throwing lanes. I'll tell you, you just got to be, you know – versatile you know and that's the that's the thing about this game with the rosters being so small is just uh one or two guys goes down what do you do and so you got to be able to have guys that can can move around a little bit i'm all about the iron man like how it used to be i you know a lot of the guys now don't know what that that is but shout out cody saw (laughs) we need we need uh we need to go back to that man it makes it uh makes it very interesting yeah, where well you go both ways, not not even both ways. You play all aspects of the game. You can't, teams. you don't come off the field. That's how. That's that's kind of how it was for me in the championship game. I played all the special teams. I played every down on defense, and then, um, you know, uh, and then oh, fortune went down, and then I had to finish the game off. Uh, but you know, I, we had a great team, man, and all those guys were behind me. You know, at Jack, you know, because you know. It's hard to trust somebody you know, on defense that you, you know y'all didn't, we already fourteen and one or or, or right. 
one. It's hard for, you know, to go ahead and trust Gilchrist, but those guys put, you know, they, they put their trust in me and I, you know, I, I guess, I, I guess I held it down, but it was fun. So how about, um, I always, I love, I love food. So I'm always asking people about food. What, uh, can you cook? You know, I can cook. I can cook. That's one thing that we were raised on. Where's the girl at? I need to hear. I need her. I want to hear it from her that you can cook. <laughs> All right, hold on, babe. Hey. Come here. They want to know if I can cook. They don't believe my word. They want to hear it from you. Don't laugh like that. <laughs> wow. She told me something. Huh? <laughs> she said, "What's the question?" What uh, can Chris cook? Is he a good cook? He surely can throw some bread in the toaster oven and call it a day. Get out of here. Nice. All right, some toast. I like it. Get out of here. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> what's, what's your specialty, Chris? What's what's your go-to thing? If you had to do like, if I'm coming over for dinner and you're like, dude, you got you to gotta do it right for me, what's it going to uh, be? For me, like, uh, okay, so recently over the last year, I've cut out red meat and pork. Um, so I don't really eat any red meat. Um, I may have a burger from like In-N-Out or something every once in a while. Yeah, you can't turn In-N-Out down. No, you can't turn it down. <laughs> but um, I'm more like chicken breast and turkey, ground turkey. So like uh, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. I'll grill you some chicken and some rice and some veggies. I'm, we we really kind of do like veggies. Um, the, ve mo the veggies that we eat mostly are like zucchini and oh, I love zucchini. Yeah. Um, squash. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big onion guy, so I don't really use too many onions. Asparagus? I, I, throw, I, throw you, I throw you together some uh, a good grilled chicken with um, with some rice and veggies. Um, that's good. I could eat chicken every day. So That's pretty much all we eat in here is chicken and turkey. Um, how how hard has it been to get rid of red meat? Because I I thought about that, but, man, I love man, was, I love eating some so red meat. Actually, it's kind of funny. For me, it was, it, was, it was hard at first because I'm like, man, I want a steak. I want a steak. I want a steak. <laughs> right. And, and then I had a steak maybe – I made a steak like maybe two weeks ago. And then I almost threw up or it just tasted so nasty for me. I was like, oh, it's easier than I thought. And I threw the whole steak away. $10 Damn. steak. I mean, it wasn't like a, a T-bone or anything. But right, right. A little steak, you know what I mean? Yeah. Threw the whole steak away and just ate my rice with shrimp. Damn. See, I like those Brazilian steakhouses where they just keep bringing you the meat and they kind of – Oh, the – um. I know what you're talking about. The, the, where you just keep cooking, you cook it yourself. No, right. they they just they bring it out and cut it right off the thing for you. You grab it. Oh, it's it's, it's good, but I have to work on it. I always i i i feel like I should be a product, you know, like endorser here. But um, have you had a air fryer at all? I got one right in my uh, cabinet. Best best invention I've ever seen. I use it every single day. You cook and cook something in that in less than 20 minutes. It's so good. I, I love wings in there. Um, the Super Bowl Sunday, I, that's all I did. I made wings all day. So we'll um we'll fry. I'll, I'll kind of like fry the wings first to get that little crisp on the outside. Yep. And then I throw them in the air fryer. Okay. I do that for like three, like three or five minutes, and then I throw them in the air fryer. Um, just kind of because I like I like I like I like the little crunch on my wings. You know what I mean? I like the I like the little on the outside of it but uh cooking man i, I should i do most of the cooking shit you should i should ask her if she can cook <laughs> is that why you cook <laughs> yeah no nah, she does cook but um she the one got me because she 
she only eats uh chicken and turkey okay. and then uh you guys eat fish i eat fish and shrimp also okay. as well so i i okay. just bred meat you know what i mean we actually had yeah. chicken and shrimp tacos last night okay nice you know the one thing i made like two weeks ago and it's really changed the way i look at it is I marinated chicken in Frank's um, hot buffalo sauce. Okay. And then I put it in the air fryer. And it was, it got the outside nice and crisp, but like the, it marinated the whole way through. So it was like a spicy chicken. It, man, it was like, and I'm not really a spicy guy, but even my, my wife was like, damn, that was good. So I, I gotta, <laughs> I'm not gonna try it again because I'll never do it again. Try it with another sauce. <laughs> right that's kind of yeah. that's kind of how i do the chicken though like um if we're, if we're having chicken tonight like i I won't do we won't do the same sauce we'll do like a, a honey glaze or like a you know just to give it a different face nobody always want to just taste chicken 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 with barbecue mm -hmm. sauce or ketchup or right. whatever you want to put on it but i kind of just trying to use different sauces to make it uh kind of different because it can't get boring eating the same thing oh yeah coach foster saying don't don't play db until after July 4th. <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to face you. No, nah, man, I want to play Jack, so I'm going to get a couple <laughs> picks, man. I need, I, need some, I, need, I need to start making some plays, man. I need to get Gilchrist. Gil, the Gilchrist name need to be ringing around there like, 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 like Mr. Wilson. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, hey, when you if you go play Jersey, tell uh, Coach Foster you want some of that food he's cooking because I hear he – he cooks he up cook. the whole team. He cook. Yeah. He told me himself. I already yeah. know it. I'm going on that after that flight. I'm calling Coach Foss and I'm telling him I'm pulling up. I need a plate. That's exactly. It. I told I told him the same thing. I'm coming up and <laughs> I'm I part of the crew. Play. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm going to your team dinner. Do you guys play in Orlando this year, Dino? Um, if the Predators, uh, the Predators yeah. aren't in the league anymore, are they? Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, we we actually, I think we got one game out in Orlando. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Well, man, I want to thank you for joining me. It was it was fun chatting, man. I want to uh, when I come out to uh, L.A., man, I'm I'm coming by. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if you can cook, man. Hey, you come right here, knock. Up. I got. And then if it's not, we'll go to In and Out and grab a burger. <laughs> in and Out, hey, it's crazy because In and Out is literally two seconds away from my house. Nice. So we have a backup just in case it's horrible. No, nah, but you'll be fine. I got <laughs> No, man. Sounds good. Good luck this season. And uh, Coach is saying he's coming to you guys the 4th of July. So, um, you know, let's let's stay in touch. You got my number. And uh, look forward to seeing you down here. Good luck this okay. season. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Thank you for the opportunity, Andrew.